Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. It's pretty awesome. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I know I am. Uh, you're right on the heels here of a brand new Ike Live show, and this is a really, really special one. We've got an amazing in-studio guest tonight that uh, we caught en route on his way to Lake Champlain, and I'm so excited to have him here in studio rather than on Skype or on the phone or something like that. We've got him right here in person I want you to stick around for the entire show because we're going to hear some great stories. We're going to get to hear some fishing stories from the one and only FLW champion from this year. Brian Latimer is here in the house tonight. Let me introduce my co-host, and this show would be nothing without him. <laughs> the one and only, the crust, crust of the show, Pete Klusik. Pete, how you doing tonight? I'm, I'm doing good. Good I'm to see you, good. bro. It's good to see you. Man, I, I just want to start with something because we were talking about it off camera, but uh, you got to do a little fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a little BU filming with our, our, our man Jeff, who does an amazing camera work and editing and producing some great content. You got to fish a little local place doing some filming for Cash and Rods. Tell me about that a little bit. I saw some giants. I saw some heads. It was great. We had one of those days, one of those hot, muggy, overcast days, and we were fishing yes. a place yes. that has... A lot of great cover, lily pads, yeah. and wood, and, and you know, riprap, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We, we caught fish on everything we tried to catch wow. fish on, and it was just one of those one of those great days. They're so, cool days, aren't they? Man, not enough of those days. No, not enough of them. Yeah, but we, we, had, a, <laughs> we had a blast of casting rods. I mean, I, I think they're going to be happy. We smashed some really nice fish. Cool. And uh, we, we caught some stuff, and uh, we're going to be filming for BU later on, uh, on Friday with... Uh, um, Brian Thrift. Brian Thrift. Brian the Thrift. Brian Thrift. The man. Wow. The man. We're we're going to be doing. He's going to be telling us how he finds offshore structure and fishes it. Wow. Which uh, is going to be pretty cool. We're doing that on Friday. Very very cool. And I'm I'm assuming you're catching him on his way to Lake Champlain as well. Everybody's headed to Champlain except for us, man. I know. We I'm need kind of sad. We need to get on that wagon. I know. I am sad. <laughs> uh, let me tell you real quick. We want to go through the sponsors and uh, Ike Live as possible. Because of these great supporting sponsors, of course, uh, our title sponsor, uh, Mystery Tackle Box, like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. Uh, we're also brought to you by Primal Urge Foods. Man, let me tell you, some of the best meat sticks on the planet coming to you once a month. Meat. Bru- yeah, meat. <laughs> brought to you by Liquid Mayhem. Scent is super important. We're brought to you by Real Snot. Man, you want longer cast, monofluorocarbon or braid? Try that real snot. Also brought to you by Dr. Squatch. Let me tell you, dude, fishing, Pete, is a stinky business sometimes. <laughs> dude, I smell like shit a lot. Agreed. And <laughs> Dr. Squatch is the cure for, for not smelling they like shit. something for your intestines. Something for your intestines. I know. <laughs> My intestines are bad. I agree. Uh, Hobie Kayaks. Uh, TH Marine, uh, maker of great marine products from everything from a kayak all the way to Biggie Smalls Yacht. Uh, Bash University, Pete. Great sponsor. 
of Ike Live. We got some a promotion you want to mention real quick? Yeah, right now it's 30 days free, guys. Check it out. We we just came off a great Father's Day promotion and we're rolling into 30 days free. So if you missed the Father's Day deal, come on over and check it out. Uh, I think you're going to like it, and we've got a lot of great stuff coming. And we're going to be live tomorrow night in studio with Brian Thrift in the studio. So all you subscribers have a chance to win a lot of prizes. Uh, Last but not least, let me mention the last three. Uh, Flambeau, of course, uh, maker of great tackle storage solutions, including the IQ box, which uh, we're going to be giving away a few of those tonight in a prize pack. Uh, Tackle Warehouse, everybody I know shops Tackle Warehouse, including Kevin Van Dam. and last but not least, want to uh, give a shout out to Founders Beer, uh, supporting Ike Live. Uh, we've been drinking uh, Founders here, Brian, for almost going on a year now during the show. I'm yes, pretty- yes. If, and if I could say, and uh, we'll introduce myself and Rich real quick back here, because I know Rich agrees with me on this. Okay. Find that shot yeah. Introduce yourselves. Yeah. Hey. And uh, like also this. tonight is Brian Rich. Yeah. And Eric. And E. He's back there. He's not a big beer drinker, but me and Rich. That's all right. I got to tell you, there is my number one go-to beer now and at least for the last year is the all-day. All-day IPA. It's... I bet you Eric would drink more beer. Last time the kid did, Brian gave him PTSD. <laughs> so, I don't think he wants to drink much anymore. It's like bad memory, man. <laughs> Beer drinking. Uh, I I do want to hey, mention. These happen. I know it does happen. I do want to mention, and I made a post about this the other day. Uh, Don, our very own Don, works here uh, at at BU. Turned me on to Mas Agave. Oh, Am I saying that right, bro? That is dynamite, dude. Mas Agave. Dave, have you had that one? No, I haven't heard of it. All right, I'm getting you some. So Thank it's you. it's a. Uh, how would you describe it, Bry? It's 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 got a sour note to it yeah. when you're drinking it, but when you finish it off, you're done. It's kind of sour. It's kind of like a summery beer, and you finish it, and you're like, and you, you know, you're you're. you're there's got to you know, be some salt going on. Yeah, too. there's a little salt, a, a lot little of sour, that now. a little yeah. sour, a little salt, like a summery, yeah. nice summery beer. But then when you're at the end of it, you're like, dude, tequila, yeah. wow. dude, like good tequila, like the wow. best tequila you ever had, like all up on your tongue, like. Tequila. You know what I mean? Like so flying fish has one called like salt and, and sand. Yeah. And shit. That, uh, yeah. A lot. A lot of. Dude, this. Um. Anybody watching tonight? I recommend Masagave by Founders. Uh, try it as a summer beer. Give it a lick. I promise you, you're gonna like it. It's a good beer. Uh, Brian, I already mentioned, but this is going to be a good show tonight. Dude, oh. I'm, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I, so I, we got off a little bit of a late start. That's and, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, B-Lat literally rolled in. From, literally. From uh, Lake Hartwell or South Carolina. Wow. Where from at 710 or wow. 705. So yeah. we're giving a second to uh, stretch his legs. Yeah. He's been sitting down for eight hours. Yeah, we're going mm-hmm. to let him relax a little. He's got the whole family with him here, Pete. You yeah. know, It was cool because we were doing a Facebook Live out by the bar. And uh, they literally walked down the steps and came in. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool. Uh, but I'm excited to have him, the whole family here tonight, and excited to have Brian uh, on the couch, dude. It's having an in-studio guest, dude, it's better, isn't it? It's way better. It's better. Yep. It's a better deal. I'm excited it's, uh, to do it. I hope we, with the new studio coming, maybe we'll have yeah. more and more opportunities to, to get some in-studio guests. It's going to be some roach. I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, we have a little note here, Brian, that says probably show 90. Is that oh, accurate? I think that's <laughs> accurate. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. I did notice the other day, I was looking, because I follow some of the other podcasts, and I noticed that our number, oh, yeah. especially because we break them into three parts, 
Dude, we're at like 200 shows on iTunes. Yeah. Where a lot of the other podcasts, I won't even mention any of them because I don't throw anybody on the bus. <laughs> but they're way under us, dude. Really? Yeah. Well, we we are the originals. I, I think we're one of the I mean one of the originals. If Mark but, Jeffries was listening right now, Pete, <laughs> it, it would be time for you to get a phone call. Yeah, and uh, teased it a little bit, but but I want to mention it uh, for everybody watching tonight. You got so used to this studio, and as we look around here, you know we we talked about it off camera, like a lot of memories in this studio. Seriously, dude, like yeah. I I think back to a few of the originals, Pete. Where we had no idea whatsoever, Riz. We had no idea whatsoever what we're doing. I swear to you, dude. We were, we didn't know. We oh, didn't know what the show was. We didn't know how to put on a good show. Oh, I listened. I listened. Uh, dude, back. They were, they were, they were really bad. Ooh. We, we probably. I can't. We a few, a few of the shows we drank more than we should have, so they were really rough. But dude, in six years, it's really cool to see how we found ourselves yeah. and and found a rhythm of the show and and we found an audience of listeners mm-hmm. and we all by, we, yeah. By the way, just I come from the open down at uh where the heck we're in Tennessee. I can't Ike Live uh, family down there everywhere. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork mm. asking about Dave, wanting to see him out on the road. Yeah, Dave, the, the carpenter and uh, Dave. Are we going to get you at a classic? Yes. Can we play? Can, look, look at that camera right there. Where's the camera? I'll, I'll you sign look a contract. <laughs> look at the camera <laughs> because if you say it, we'll play that shit back so you remember. Uh, look at that camera and say you're going to be at the that, next. That, that, that don't shame me. I go back on my word all the time. You gotta <laughs> be. No, I know, but you gotta be at this one because here's the other. Here's the other thing about this. I'm going. I'm you're going. going. All right, because this Ike Live, this classic will be special because I get to be there the whole time, Pete. Oh wow. Yes. Are you gonna go against the man? What do you mean? <laughs> We're talking to MLF? Oh, that all went away. Oh, really? Oh, that all went uh, away. I'll be at the classic, at the iCloud uh, booth, for sure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Way to be a man and not let somebody else tell you what to do. That's right. We don't want any of that. We don't want any of that. Um, uh, so, yeah, getting back to it, um, this there is a possibility that this could be the last iCloud in this studio. I know we mentioned it in the last show, but we're making a big change. It's either going to be next show or the show after that. So either July show or August show, you're going to see a new uh, a, a new set. You're going to see a uh, new background. You're going to see uh, a better visuals. You're going to see better audio, or you're going to hear better audio. You're going to see a lot of cool stuff. Um, but it's a little sad. It's a little sad. And I mentioned to Riz, and maybe Riz wants to comment on this because he's fresh with this. It's fresh. like breaking up with a with a girlfriend. You oh. know, I'm looking around. I'm looking around and I'm like I'm I'm going to be sad a little bit to be out of here. You know, like this has been a cool place for for me, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, dude, I said this before, but I really do. Dude, I I I've I've uh made some cool friendships in here and I've I've it's given me a chance to bond with you guys because we're all busy. Yeah. Dude, Dave, we we hadn't seen each other this much in probably ten years yeah. until the show started. Because of the show, it's mm-hmm. been great, dude. It's yeah. been great. It, it it it's a great. I don't want to say excuse, but it's a great reason yeah. to to hang with you guys, and I love that, and I want to thank you guys for that. It's been a blessing, man. E Riz, been been awesome. Agree, Glad to be man. here. I'm getting emotional looking right here at the studio. <laughs> so I'm gonna miss a, it. Man. What's actually gonna go up there? So way, it, way too much. Yeah, no, no. So <laughs> one of Becky, you know, Brian the Carpenter knows that uh, Becky called this a shrine to me with all this shit. I don't really want to say it's a shrine to <laughs> me, but 
I, I'm a junk guy. I've been a junk guy since I was, you know, since I've been trash picking and running meat yeah. way back when we were kids. It will not be. It will not be this. You're going to see a set that's more refined, more lodge-like, fishing lodge, hunting lodge. You're going to see some antiques. You're going to see some a memorabilia in the fish, old fishing memorabilia. You'll see some of this stuff. You'll see the. I mean, this at least, if we have a fish tank, has to be like the reef inside. Maybe that will be the reef. Oh, we got to put a bubbler coming out of it. Maybe it'll be a bubbler. This has to stay, dude. Maybe, maybe we might have that in the in the aquarium right there. A little Brian the the carpenter. Brian Gollum. Yeah, yeah, that, that might be in there. It's one of my favorite tricks. But it's it's going to be a more refined Ike Live Studio, uh, and and I, I think people will like it. I think people will definitely will definitely dig it. The other thing, and I want to mention, and we'll go on, is that you're going to see an Ike Live Studio that's more um, common, more of a common space, a bigger studio with more uh, free interaction between not just the room here and the couch and our guests, but between Brian. And Riz and Eric back in the production booth. It's going to be more of a common space. I'm very, very excited, Pete. It's going to be, it's going to be a good move. I can't wait. I can't wait for the new studio. But you're right. This old studio, I mean, it's going to be burned in our memory banks forever. Yeah. You know, this is where it all yeah. started, where it was all created, where we screwed it all up so many times. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, belly laughed. And yeah. Cried. I know. Fought. 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 Fist fights. <laughs> broken dartboards. <laughs> Took some beatings. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be sad to see and, and, and there's one common player in every one of those fights. No. There's Alcohol. No, no, no. Then there were three. Brian was always the adversary, right? Like, yeah. never me and you argued. Any, it's always Brian. That's right. You know what I mean? It's always involved Think Brian. Yep. Whoa. I, I've never been the guy to get us in any hot water. Nah, well, wow, well, well, that. that's true. You now we have. That. I don't know about yeah. that. Uh, we've got it. Oh, we've I do know about that. No, I'm saying about you. The, oh, yeah, the I know what you're saying. Back there, you've gotten us in some trouble. Uh, <laughs> Pete, nah. Pete has never gotten us in any trouble at all. Pete, Thank you. you're the saint of the show. <laughs> Always. If this was hockey, politically correct. Yeah, if this was hockey, you'd get the Lady Bing Award from the sportsman. <laughs> Lady <Jenner>. Bing, <laughs> PC. I have kept people out of trouble in this. Yes, uh, office you have. Yeah. more than once. Kept it afloat. That's mm. why we got to get a camera outside the office without Pete's knowledge, and they get to see the real damn Pete. <laughs> the real standing out of the bar. Dude, and he starts dude can you me. imagine? <laughs> oh god, dude, let's set up. Eric, Eric, write this down. This is important. Eric, the intern, write this down. We need secret video. We need a uh, trail cam. Yes. That we put in the bar, we put in the new upstairs that blends into the paneling. Yes. Okay, so it's it's camouflage into the paneling, yeah. and we're gonna get to see it. I'm not, dude, here's the first clip. I can already tell you. Brian's it's, way too happy. No, here no, this is the first clip already. We we rewind it instead of seeing deer. You see Pete, and Pete goes looks left. Looks right, and he gets out the bottle of Captain Morgan's. Right in the Wawa coffee. Looks left, looks right. Puts the cap back. And then it's the real damn Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like those old FBI wires they had on John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told that mother, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. The real Pete is going to be exposed. Yeah. Pete exposed. Uh, let's get this show started. Uh, <laughs> a you know what? Speaking of that, where is there going to be a bar in the new studio? There is going to be a bar. It, it you know, the the thing upstairs, we're going to have a, we're not going to have a giant bar, but we will have a more 
uh, sort of a wet bar area, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have plenty of founders, and we'll have we'll have you know we'll have a little run up there for you, Pete. It'll be good. <laughs> we'll be okay. <laughs> It'll be good. good. Just right in with the cold good. coffee, too. Yeah, right in with the cold coffee. It'll be there. Uh, before we get the show started, I'm excited about this one. Let me, uh, we, we always start show, Pete, and we want to thank our, uh, the, the military. We want to thank active and veteran military. We want to thank the police, the EMT, a fireman. Uh, thank you guys for what you do. Brian DeCarpenter, we have a little special note here. Uh, we've got a, a, a viewer that's, that's deployed right now, and he's in northern Iraq. It's Staff Sergeant. Chase Winstead, um, and and this is the first time he's ever missed Father's Day. He's feeling homesick. He's in Iraq. Uh, Ch- Chase, we want to say thank you, man. Thank you so much for what you do, and uh, glad you're a fan of Ike Live, and we want to see you come back as soon as possible. Appreciate everything you do. Chase, thank you. Um, Mike? Yes. Uh, shout out to Chase. Chase. Appreciate it. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to my Uber driver. Uh, from last night. Wow. And it's just crazy. Thank you for your service. Isn't Thank it? Thank you. He's deployed in North Philly. It wasn't the best high end. Yeah, <laughs> Keep going. I know you're going with this. Keep going. I'm following you. Keep hey, going. Ken, Ken is retired from mm. EMT service. Yes. Uh, which he put 20, 30 years in wow. working in camp. Camden, working in a lot of different places, and and lastly, working in Mount Laurel, uh, coordinating training uh, for CPR and a lot of the things that they do there. And he, the story of my father's heart attack and resuscitation is the story that they use in Mount Laurel. Wow. To train EMTs, no. to train the community. Is that right? It, it, it's, That's it's right. awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. We are on the uh, you know the doorstep of my dad's fourth anniversary. Wow! From when four he, years, four years ago, yeah. uh, he had a heart attack in my pool. I used CPR. The EMTs from Mount Laurel came, uh, shocked him defibrillate with the defibrillator three times, got him back to life, and um, they saved his life. And I want to thank them for that. And I want to yes. thank Ken. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was just amazing because I, I left my dad tonight. He's babysitting my son tonight. And, That's awesome. uh, you know, I just gave him a big bear hug. Incredible. Uh, before I left the house. That's so, awesome. Uh, you're you're it's missing pretty awesome. one thing that guy told you. Why, why do, why do most people expire in that situation? Because they, your father didn't. What's the, the difference? The difference is getting CPR as fast as possible. Yeah, that's that's the, the difference. The Spreading ch- the blood throughout your, throughout the the, the, the chest compressions are it, CPR has changed dramatically. The breaths are not as nearly important. It's all about getting compressions. Uh, using that uh, the BG song "Staying Alive" uh, as your beat because you, you really need to, you need to do that many compressions. Wow, um, and you work you out. that rapidly. You can tell mm-hmm. by the way I move. <laughs> man. Time Look at it. Yeah, so that, the difference is a lot of people stand around panicking, waiting for somebody to come do the saving. You got to get on your knees and you got to get started, push. man. Get right. You, you got to do right. that. You keep that blood going. Yeah. You keep the oxygen going to the brain so that when they do get resuscitated, they don't have brain damage. Yep. They have a chance for a normal right. life. We yep. were real fortunate. My little my little boy Jake was six years old at the time, five years old at the time, was swimming with my father, and he pointed it out to me. 
he called to me and yeah. said because I didn't know he, yeah. he was silent. He slipped away into the water. Right. And but my son was you know he said Dad something's wrong and we got him Dang. and uh, CPR got on him within seconds and um, man he's had four years of a normal That's life. Awesome dude. So it's amazing. It's amazing awesome. story. Great story. Thank you Mount Laurel EMT. Thank you Ken. Yeah. From the Mount Shout Laurel EMT group. Yeah, we got a lot of people chiming in on the message board as well uh, regarding Chase and 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 your story about Ken. Um, the over the, the the message board is overwhelmingly saying thank you for those who serve. And, yeah, thank you and uh, and and perform those services. So yeah. thank you guys for being with us on the message board. And don't forget, we have a Facebook like and share going on out there, guys. So hop on Facebook, like us, share us, get it out there, and yeah. give yourself a chance to win. That sweet hitter yeah. right there. Yeah, Riz, great, great uh, little conversion <laughs> thank, here. Thank you for all the Uber drivers as well. Yeah, yes, Shout yeah, real especially in, especially in North Philly. <laughs> yeah, tough After area your party. <laughs> Unless you're Philadelphia Freeway, that's a yeah. tough area. Um, uh, uh, Riz mentioned it. We got a amazing uh, uh, gift bag here. This Ike Live gift bag, loaded with great product from all of our sponsors. And uh, we're doing a, a Facebook like and share promotion. So basically, Brian DeCarpenter, let, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Yes. If you're on Facebook, if you're viewing this on Facebook, yes. like and share the, the, the podcast. The live feed. The live feed. Like and share the live feed. And your name will be entered into a random drawing to win this bag right here. Not only is this a great backpack, you know, you could use it for street fishing. Brian, let me pull out. Can I pull out a couple things just to show you? Is that okay if I do that? A flambo. Uh, uh, tackle Z box rust. with Z rust. A mystery unopened mystery tackle box. <laughs> a tackle <laughs> warehouse gift pack hat gift card right in there. Uh, look at this. THG juice. Everybody needs G juice unless you're fishing Major League Fishing. Doctor Squatch <laughs> uh, uh, bar in, in a lot of the different scents. This particular one's Bay Rum. Pete loves that That's scent. That's my favorite. Uh, we've got Primal Urge beef jerkies. In there, we've got real snot. We've got uh, liquid mayhem. Oh my gosh! We got founders. Uh, little little stuff in there, dude. It's it's loaded. Brian DeCarpenter, it's loaded with all of the Ike Live sponsors. Uh, and There's a Hobie kayak in there. There might be a small Hobie kayak in there. Believe it or not. <laughs> uh, but Probably please not. like if you're watching this on social media on Facebook right now. Like and share it, and you'll be entered into uh, a contest to win this thing. It's loaded, man. It's loaded for bear. Pete, loaded for bear. Yeah, speaking of primal urge, how many of you guys read the card when you're when you're chomping on? Them? I read. Oh, the card. I read the card. I thought last you're talking month, about on the meat on the different meats that yeah. you're eating. Oh yeah. Last month had, and I felt I was. I don't know if we had last month, but dude, there was one in there that was called fatty. Do you see the one that's in no? The yeah, that one was. It's a shorter one. Oh my god, dude, it was bison. And dude, it was the last awesome, the last dude. one I had, we were filming something out there. I had a jalapeno yeah. cheddar. Che- cheddar. Oh, dude. Come on, man. That's good stuff. Dude, I mean, that was honestly, I want it more. I ate yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eat it, you want more. Right. Like, is there Use code Ike Live, save $5. There you go. Dude, I ate my box in like two days and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if, you, if you're interested in the Primal Urge, you're right. Yeah, go to PrimalUrgeFoods.com, use the promo code Ike Live, and they're going to get uh, $5. five bucks off. Yeah, the fatty one was amazing. Yeah. Great product for, for if you're product. a fisherman, outdoorsman, they, anything. It's great product. Yeah. They go right in my boat. Yeah. They go right in my boat, yeah, and my customers and me, I mean, we're we're munching on it all day. And it's good, clean energy. It's high in protein, not full of salt. It's good yeah, salt. man, no no MSG, no 
other stuff. Yes, a lot, a lot of good stuff. Uh, Brian Carpenter, what do you want to do at this at this uh, juncture here? Let's bring Bay in, dude. All right, let's do it. Uh, before we bring Brian in, I okay. do want to remind everybody one last thing. Guess not. Uh, <laughs> your input is so important to the show. Uh, we want to hear from you. Lots of ways to get in touch with us here. Lots of ways to voice your opinion, give your comments. The easiest one is right there on the IM, right there next to your screen. Uh, yep, uh, Riz is going to be hitting uh, all the IMs. He's going to be looking at them. If you've got a good comment, Riz is going to put it through. Yeah. Uh, also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Ike Live Show. Uh, and a little later in the show, probably the third segment, we're going to be putting a, a toll-free number oh, up, yeah. right? Yeah, we're, we're going to take some phone calls tonight, guys. We're going to take some calls, and uh, we want to hear from you. If you've got questions for Brian later in the show, please hit us up. And we've got, Pete, the other thing I want to mention Besides the Facebook like and share, dude, we're gonna be we're gonna be giving away a few more prize packs tonight mm-hmm. on some contests that we're gonna be running. I don't want to I don't want to give them away too much yet, but the fishbowl contest. Okay, we're gonna be running a few of those tonight. So keep your wheels turning. All right, don't go slow on me, Pete. You got to keep your wheels turning. I'll I'll get right to the rum. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right to the rum. All right, uh, I'm so excited. Um, he's here, literally. Drove up uh, 95, headed to Lake Champlain for the final FLW tour event this year. And uh, Pete, we were talking. I, I'm I'm sad. I want I want to be going, to Lake, be going to Lake Champlain. I want to be going to Love that place. Couldn't think of a better better lake to end the season uh, than Lake Champlain for the FLW guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm so excited to have him here in studio. It's so nice when we get to have uh, a guest. Right here in person, right here in the studio with us. Not that the phone calls and the Skypes aren't okay, but it's so much better to have him here in the studio. And we've got a big bonus because Brian's not alone. Brian's got his family with him. One of the best ways to travel. Uh, it's so awesome to see it. And I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little, um, sad because Becky told me no more babies and I'm, I'm getting to see a little <laughs> one and I miss him so much. Every time I see him, I, I want to, you know what yeah. I mean? It, it starts to get my mind flowing again, but uh, <laughs> Becky will kill me. You crazy dude! I'm, I just, that's what she tells me. That's what she tells. Me. She gets the scissors out every time I try to mention something like that. <laughs> <laughs> she gets the Gerber scissors out on me and you just you know it. just shows them. A little Lorraine Bobbitt, you know what I mean? Oh, just shows man. the scissors. Right. Uh, but uh, join us here on the casting couch, the one and only FLW champion. The champ. Brian Latimer, right here in studio, <laughs> and his family. Brian, how you doing tonight? I'm good, man. Dude, I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, dude, I was excited to be here. I'm glad you guys decided to include me in this, for sure. This is great. Yeah. Uh, first of all, tell me, how was the drive up here? Because we've had guests come up from yeah. North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, and they get here, and dude, they're, you can see it in their eyes. They're mad. No. <laughs> they're mad. They, they, they want to fight because they've had this... Horrible experience, usually uh, in the D.C. area. It was that was the most traffic in D.C. Yeah, way better than Atlanta. Better than Atlanta. Yeah, okay. Way better than yeah. Atlanta. We we missed Charlotte traffic. Didn't have to go through Atlanta. I'm happy. That's okay. the only place I, I always hang up in Atlanta. Didn't have to do that. Happy guy. Yeah. Let's do, let's do this. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. All right, now Brian. First things first. Please introduce Brian. Give me a give me a full screen. Introduce who yeah. give, your beautiful family. Who do we got here on the couch? All right. So this is my wife. Of course, most of the people they've already seen know my wife. Seen her in some capacity here. My two boys, Brevin, six years old, and this is my youngest one, my six month old boy, Brooks. 
All right. And I'm Rochelle. Rochelle, okay. <laughs> oh, you have a name. <laughs> I do that to Becky all the time. Yeah. I do, do I swear. It's I my wife. That's yeah. her name, his wife. I miss my wife. How about that? Yeah. My wife. The other, the right. other thing is I call, I call uh, Becky, Rebecca, I call her Beck a lot. Beck. And I say it real quick. So a lot of times I won't introduce her, but I just, I'll just be in conversation, be like, Beck, Beck, you know, Beck, Beck. Uh. And people want to call her Beth. All the time, it's happened like hundreds of times, and she, now yeah. she just rolls with it. You know, it's <laughs> like, all right, I'm Beth today. Whatever. I don't care. Just change your name. <laughs> just totally changes her name. <laughs> Pete, you ever have that happen? No. Has no one's ever but, called you Beth? Never Beth, but my wife's name's Rochelle. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, we call. So we gotta be cool. We, she's very cool. We call her Shelly. Cool. Yeah, I get no. Shell. Shell. Yeah. Yeah, Shell. I, I call Heather Helen when she's giving me attitude. <laughs> when I'm getting that stink eye, she's Helen. <laughs> uh, so I, I, first, first things first. Big tournament coming up here in a yeah. week. Uh, Lake Champlain. How how do how are you feeling going into this? Because I, I the first thing I mentioned to these guys and Brian Carpenter said, "Man, you're not going to believe this. We got Brian to come in. Brian's coming in." I'm like, he is. Yeah. And I'm like, I was shocked because when I'm on the heels of a tournament. I'm sort of so psychotic that like I don't even want to do anything. Like the the, the days like leading yeah. up to it, I get so like I don't know if it's routine or ritual, but I get so mindset yeah. on the event that I'm like, man, I can't do anything. I, I don't even want to talk to a writer yeah, on yeah. the phone sometimes. I, it, it, you're you're exactly right. It seems like fit always hits the shans. The three days before the tournament and the way up. Yeah. Nobody calls you. No. Until you start going to your shop, start prepping tackle, then everybody wants to call you. Your sponsors want pictures. And then yeah. your buddy that you hadn't talked to in a year wants to talk to you. You're like, dude, uh, I really need to concentrate on what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, I was kind of semi-ready for this one. Yeah. We had a long break since the last tournament. Last tournament was Chickamauga. So we've been off for six months. Got to spend some time at home. And so I've been able to kind of like dabble and stuff. For the last six weeks, so it yeah. wasn't quite as much as a rush as it's been in the last couple of tournaments. So right, it just made it a lot easier to kind of pull this off. Right. And I was ready to get up here anyway because yeah. it's like going to a different world. Yeah, coming up north, uh, you know, the fish is different. It's not hot as crap. Um, so you know, you're kind of ready to get out and get back traveling anyway. Yeah. so it just worked out. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited. I mean, like honestly, me and Pete are so jealous that you guys are getting the fish up there. Yeah, it's such, dude. It's such a beautiful lake. You know, the the question always pops up, what's your favorite lake? You know, yeah. what and I mean we we get it everywhere we go. And my my answer is always Lake Champlain. You know, it's fun. Um and this is just me. I've only fished there twice. I fished two open oh I fished the open and then my first year on tour we went there. As good as Champlain is, it's a little bit intimidating for me. Uh, the size. It's size yeah. and you have to catch them. You have to like right. you have That's like true. The, my first year on tour, we fished there. I had like mid 16s. Came the second day, nine ounces less. Went from 30 something to like 60 something. It's insane. So like, yeah. um, so that's a little that intimidating. Yeah. It's a little intimidating. And then I haven't really had the strongest record up north. I haven't really had any strong tournaments. I had one good tournament at Erie one time. Um, other than that, I hadn't really had any tournaments that really st- stood out. Even right. though I enjoy fishing up there. Yeah. You know, it's fun. I always catch a bunch of fish when we'll go yeah. up north, but just just hadn't quite, you know, right. put things in, yeah. together there, up there yet. So, uh, so it's a little intimidating, as exciting as it is. Yeah. Are now you're you're in good shape in the standings right now. Yeah. Do you even have to catch them on Champlain to make the cup? Uh, 
If you're talking about qualifying for the cup, not yeah. really, but I want to catch him because I yeah. haven't really done that well. Like, I've got a little animosity in my system <laughs> because, um, like I was telling you about the, the tour season that uh, last time we were there, and then the last time, the first time it was open, uh, that was my first time fishing big water, you know, like where you kind of got to know what you're doing. Um, so I've got all that out of my system. So not really thinking about the cup as much mm-hmm. as I just want to, you know, I kind of want to build on some history that I've had there and, and, and really, quite honestly, just kind of kick them in the face. <laughs> That's what I would like to do. Well, I think it might be a little bit different. Well, like, I was talking to Mike and uh, a couple of weeks ago. It was like seven feet above Dude, full every, pole. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Everything's so, high right now. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere in the country is high. Yeah. Except maybe a, like a couple little areas out west. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of the country is dealing with high water. It's going right to be now. interesting. Yeah. Um, I imagine largemouth are going to play more this time, maybe. I know it didn't really make – there wasn't much of a factor last time I was there. And it was the same exact week, right. last week in June. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fish were spawning that, that mm-hmm. year. Um, so um, it'll probably be, a, like you said, probably a lot different. I heard it's a lot cooler up here this year. I think I heard. Right. I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun, though. I know fish are going to be biting. So that takes that out of the Right, yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you well, you smallmouth. It typically is smallmouth in June, right? That tip, yeah, that typically will win the tournament down there. But with the high water, who knows? Who knows? You know, you'll have you always have options there. Yeah, you know, you definitely do. And it's like a lot of options in a very small space. Mm -hmm. Is is what's as big as the lake is. So. Well, we want to see some more highlights like we saw at Seminole. Oh, oh yeah. I'll give them to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give them to you. Oh, yeah. I can. I trust me. Trust me. Yeah. They're, they're a good highlight. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. But I, I'm a fan of the sport. Pete's a fan of the sport. So we watch all that stuff. Yeah. I watch live. I watch right. all the replays. Same here. Same I'm, here. I'm a fish head, man. I just right. love it. Same thing. But when I watched that final day uh, at FLW and especially that, like, that late move, you know. Yeah. Dude, it gave me chills, man. I can't watch it without crying. <laughs> dude, it gave me chills. I mean, the hair on my arms would just stand up. Because, I, dude, I think it reminds everybody. I think everybody in their in their life has had something happen like that. Yeah. Where it's borderline meant to be. It's borderline you made no. the right decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it feels so I can't nice. watch it without crying. It's crazy. Um, every every single bit of it, from the way in to the the actual fish, I I can't watch it without crying. Yeah. I almost hate to see somebody share that on social because I'm gonna start crying. Yeah, like I am literally gonna start crying. Like if you do that, I'm gonna put on my glasses, dude. I, I can't. Yeah. What mo- What is the moment to get you? Oh, dude, any of it, any yeah. of it. The the loot from losing the fish to catching catching a big one. Um. Dude, I'll tell you the moment it gets made. Let me jump in. Yeah. When you, you, I can't remember. I think it was like your fifth fish that you caught. You made that move. It was like the yeah. fifth fish that you caught. And you caught it and you were so, like, exhausted. I was from, exhausted. You were exhausted. Exhausted. You laid down for a little bit. Yes. Yes. That, that's, yes. that's what got me because yes. I've done that so many times. And people always criticize me. They're like, why'd you stop? Why'd you're you stop exhausted. fishing? I'm like, dude, you're you're mentally shot at that point. Yeah, dude, you're like black out for a minute. Oh, yeah. You don't know what's going on. You're like, dude, let me just calm down. It's going to be okay. Yeah. You're not going to die. Yeah. You know, it's like all that stuff goes through your mind. Yeah. Um, But it was really intense. The funny thing, that tournament was so fun and not really that hard up until about 11 o'clock 
on the last day. Yeah. Then then I reality. Yeah. Then it started. She don't want to. Things like that don't line up that good. Yeah. Um. Hardly. Very rarely. I mean, you know that. Like in tournaments, a lot of times you're just skating by. Even though you might do good, you're just skating by. Yeah. This is one of those times where I, I like I really. Like, I, I found something. I knew I found it. And so I didn't want to let that just slip through your yeah. fingers. And so it wasn't until that, that last part of the of the last day of yeah. the tournament where it started to feel a little bit like work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The reality of it. Now, I do want to mention something real quick, Pete, and, and before we get off this topic, is, Brian, we do have something in common with yeah. your win and my win. They both occurred at the basically in the Flint River. The mountain yeah, Flint River, yeah, yeah. I know. I is, saw that tournament. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that when yeah. you won there. And, I and, definitely remember that. And when I found that, when I found that area where that I won on, I didn't think it was the winning spot. Same thing. Dude. I thought it was an I area. I caught one fish there. Yeah, <laughs> one. I, I I thought it was an area that I'm like, well, if I get in trouble, yes, I can go run thing. and maybe catch a few. Yes. Uh, and it ended yes. up being the winning spot in yeah. the Flint River. Same thing, dude. I I exact to a T what you what you're saying. I had um, a little deal cranky that I found. And that worked great on day one. And so the place I ended up winning on was a deal. I even told my buddies in the house, I was like, dude, I got this little deal. I caught a good one flipping. But I was like, I like the way it's set up. And I believe, like, that's something I can do. I don't think I can do it all day and catch five. I think I can right. possibly go there and maybe catch a kicker. Yeah. That was the only way I knew how to catch a better one. Because most people were sight fishing and doing all that kind of stuff. And uh, I caught that, that 19 cranking, like, dude, in by 730 wow. on day one. And so I had some time to kind of, you know, do daddle around. Didn't even go there. Yeah. Didn't even go there till like one o'clock. I go to one o'clock. I catch like a four and a half, and then I called up to my my nineteen. Still hadn't clicked that <laughs> that you know what I was on. Water was dirty. And then um, second day, my cranking stuff didn't work. And so I went I went back out there, and the water cleared up, and I saw what I was fishing. I was like. Oh, okay. Started seeing the targets. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when, that's when. Yeah. You know, love started to happen. It's funny how it works like that, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's almost yeah. like, I, I, we say this all the time, you hear it a lot at Bash University, Pete. It's almost like you want to find fish that are coming, not mm-hmm. fish yeah. that, you know, you want to find a pattern or fish that are coming. That not sounds so that cool. That are going. That sounds you know? so cool sitting in this room. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard Find to fish do, that man. are coming. <laughs> yes. But yeah. the conditions were favoring. Yeah. They were yeah. coming to you. Yeah. It was a fishing. lot. The fish were. And one thing that really helped me is um, I've actually fished Seminole a lot. I fished. I started with the BFLs. Our regionals almost always went there. And I fished Everstarts for years. And th- that was one that was always in the southeast rotation. Right? Yeah. Um. So I've been there in March a couple times, and usually it's it's spawn, post-spawn. Latter part of the spawn, more post-spawn. Yeah. When I got there, I could tell that they just haven't quite spawned yet. I just right. wasn't seeing enough fish. I saw no fry. Uh, wasn't seeing a lot of, you know, fry. You just, just bucks guarding the beds, even though you don't see fry. I didn't see a lot of that. And um, so that that really no, just being there, having something to compare it to, yeah, that that helped me in practice a lot because I, I could tell that they just they just really haven't made a push yet. Yeah, you know, all those fish I was I was catching were either spawning out there or or pre spawn pre spawn coming pre spawn. Yeah, I well, this now we talked about this. Yeah, I saw it. I watched you know some of these videos recently, some of the edited down pieces, and I watched you lose some of those fish. Yeah. Yeah. On the last day, mm-hmm. 
And what what surprised me was you had them on. Yeah, yeah. Like halfway back to the boat, like yeah. cranking on them and lost them. Only only ones I lost all week. Wow. Was and, the last day. And I tell you, that would have crushed most people. Oh, it crushed me. Take them right, out, crush it me. Take them right <laughs> out of the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Crushed, bro. Yeah. You just got to be like a slinky. It crushed yeah. me, but you just kind of got to open back up, dude. That it didn't crushed. seem like it. Oh, like, it did. Like, the way you bounced back so quick, you know, you were like positive self-talking, like, all right, all right, it's going to happen. But, yeah. You know, but real quick though, let me stop and let me mention we got a lot of uh, uh, teenagers and twenty year olds, early twenty, mid twenties people watching that don't know what a slinky is, Pete. You want to explain? <laughs> yeah, probably you're right. <laughs> right. It's a metal <laughs> snake like. It it's a spring like spring like uh, toy. Three that inches goes in up diameter. And down and you know up what a and down. It's yeah. You do. Yeah. My six year old knows what a slinky. You, you know, know what a slinky? slinky? It's making That's a comeback. Not possible. You do. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe it. Do you yeah. have a slinky? Yeah. It's probably broken. Yeah, that's a great number, right? That's awesome. <laughs> hey, let me. I want to real quick jump in. Let me remind everybody watching: if you've got a question for Brian, if you've got a question about the FLW event he won, if you've got anything all night, please hit us up on the IM. Also, about in the third segment tonight's show, we're going to put up a one eight hundred number. We want to hear from you. I want to change gears right here. Yeah. Dude, what I – you're traveling with your family. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. I know for me, it's real, real important. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's with without that connection, I don't know I'd still be doing it 23 yeah, years later. Yeah, I don't later. think you can. You know, that's um, that's like my pet peeve. You hear, you know, any kind of kid that's getting into the game. Yeah. You hear older guys telling them, well, well, make sure you don't get married. Make sure you don't have kids. Yeah. Um, dude, that was – you know, I, not not to pick on people that maybe haven't got married yet or yeah. haven't had kids. Brad Apollonic! Oh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> had something um, in my throat. I'm sorry. Dude, it, it, it was suck. <clears throat> it was suck for me, um, you know, not to have them to, to at least participate in it. Yeah. You, dude, there's you, you, no way you can drive all day long by yourself and then fish all day long by yeah. yourself and then come back home yeah. by yourself. That would yeah. suck to me. Um, so... You know they get to come with me when we have summer tournaments. Yeah. Obviously, obviously in the winter time, it's it's a lot lot more you know difficult to to get them to come along. Yeah. Anytime we got a tournament June on, uh, usually they come with me, and it's um, it's it's just that's actually a part of the dream come true for me. You know, that's everybody awesome. says you know winning this, I want to do this one fish with pro, but I never saw myself doing it without without my family. Yeah. Uh, even before we got. Yeah, I do want to put you on the spot. Did you know what you were getting into with all this early on? Yes and no. Um, yes and no. During the, well, I guess the, the courting, dating stage. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it was like a a, uh, a given. It was like a you know an invisible contract there. <laughs> he said, um, I'm going to fish. I want to yeah. fish for a living, and you've got to be able to handle that. In other yeah. words, you know, so this cold, is before you guys get married. This yeah. is you're dating. Yes. You're starting to get serious. Yes. And Brian hits you with this. And I said, okay. Well, I'm I'm for any guy that has a true passion. That's awesome. Um, and a dream, and he's he's chased it since we've been together. Yeah. So it's awesome. Wow. That's good stuff. That's awesome. Is it is it surreal that he's successful? That he's doing something he dreamt about oh, now. God. It's. It's amazing. I feel like it's it's part of it's mine too. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get emotional. 
Um, I'm already starting to cry. I know. I am too. Dang it. <laughs> Can we talk about crepes? I, I know. This is Ike Live. That's yeah. the thing. You have to be honest. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like the steel lasso that brings out the honesty. That's what you get for having a woman on the show. But um, yeah, I just remember the days of I want to do it professionally. Yeah. You know, is it going to happen? Yeah. What if sponsors say no? Right. You know, so I remember the days on the couch of wondering what if and then yeah. tears then and so it's a struggle yeah. it, ne- win, it, it never comes easy moment. too yeah right. i didn't never right. comes easy I, I don't have that start that a lot of younger guys had yeah um, i didn't come out the gates like flaming you know right um very slow <laughs> like in that slow like yeah. still learning um, still, still like a long way to go. I don't want to make it sound like, yeah, yeah, like now it's, you know, it's over and done. But, uh, um, my story is not a, I and mean, I hate using names, but since I'm using a positive context, I think it's okay. But I, I you know, I don't have a Jacob Wheelie story or yeah. Jordan Lee story right. or Palinick story or, uh, you know, any, any of those guys. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not my story. Yeah. My story is, it's a lot of sucking. I, I think it's better. <laughs> I think it's better though. Oh, like, dude. When, when yeah. I, so much better. When I, when I, when I stop. And look historically at, at at guys over the years, and and again I won't name anybody, but the pros that have a lot of longevity, that had those slow starts, dude, they're so much stronger yeah, right? in the yeah, so middle yeah. to end of their career than a lot of guys that burn bright and then yeah. go away. I, I'm I'm really thankful for it, mainly because what you what you just said, um, you know. Of course, you have you know, fishing buddies and all, and you know I, I can't. I, one one of my pet peeves is when you're talking with people, in, you know, in practice or whatever, and you know, first four hours, first day of practice, dude, I hadn't had a bite, I hadn't had a bite, I hadn't had a bite. I'm like, dude, we're on a lake we've never seen, and it's four hours. It doesn't work like it never yeah. works that way. Yeah. So like having all these tougher years, like when when it's kind of you know we go to fisheries and it's tough, it's like okay. This bring is it. normal. Yeah, yeah, like bring it. Yeah, yeah. bring it. Like, I've seen this before. It makes yeah. you. Uh, I don't. I don't really take you know any of that for granted. You know, it's. It, I, I can tell like some guys are kind of just so used to success that uh, you have a bad tournament. It's almost like you feel like you're entitled. Yeah. To do well. Right. Um, I think. I think having some tougher years kind of lets you know you're not entitled. Yeah. You know, I think it's yeah. good. Yeah. I think adversity is good. Failure is good. Failure is yeah. an important part of winning. It's a big part of yeah. winning. You, you know, you, it, it, it teaches you uh, a lot more than than winning teaches you. I think. It does. You, I, think. It does. It, I think it, it does. does. There's a lot of lessons from both. Of course, the winning the winning lessons are a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> they feel they feel better. Feels at the much moment. better. I promise you. Now I, I promise you. I want to know who's got a who, which which of you two have a tougher job. I say she does because I don't. Man. <laughs> oh. Be honest. Round of applause. I, uh, yeah. 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 does everybody knows what she does. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> she, she, tell them what you did. You middle school teacher. Uh, I've been teaching mm. for twelve years. Mm. <laughs> middle school. Eighth grade. Middle school. Eighth God grade. God bless you. Yeah. Ooh. Crazy. Ooh. Brian. Yeah. Eighth grade. Tough, oh, we tough were, years. We were horrible tough. people. That's a t- yeah. tough. Horrible people those years, man. Yeah. We I was bad. Well, that's why I teach it though. I just remember not having teachers that. Now what? Sub- what subject? Science. Science. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Very um, awesome. I thought I it was you know 
I won't say rough, but I thought, you know, there was a challenge there when I had the one. Yeah. And it was kind of like, okay, and I got to a place where I adjusted. I was like, oh, I'm good. I can handle it. And then he comes along. Such a blessing, though. Don't get me wrong. But trying to find that balance yeah. for the two because he's so tiny and yeah. cannot do anything for himself. And this one, Big Brother, is awesome. So um, it's been it's been challenging, but, you know, I support him 1,000%. Yeah. So, you know, you do what you got to do to yeah. make it work. Yeah. Uh, family support. So that's, and, and that's got to be super hard when, I guess, Brian has to go on the road yeah. by himself. And, and you've got a handful to take care of at home. <laughs> All those yeah. kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it can it's, be tough. It's like, a, it's like a give and take with that, you know. I guess on, on my end, um, you know, even though I'm going a lot, I also get to be at home a lot. Like, it gives right. you flexibility to do, mm-hmm. you know, if I want to pick him up from school early, I can. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I can take him to school a lot of mornings. I can pick him up. I can, if we want to take off riding dirt bikes on Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock, you know, I can do that. I can't yeah. do that when I was working. Uh, you know, when I was running my landscaping company. So um, there's a give and take. You know, six months out of the year, I'm pretty unavailable. But when I want to be, when I'm home, like I'm, I'm, I'm home. You know, yeah. I'm, right. I'm home. So um, I have no regrets, but it's easy for me to say that, you know. Yeah. No I wouldn't change it for yeah. anything. All right, Riz, I know we've got a ton of IMs coming through. Do you want to we, we hit, hit us with a few? What do you got? Yeah, we, we, we do. Um, one of the coolest things about Brian, your story is that um, you mentioned when you were with us on Bass U down at the Classic that you pride yourself in hard work and that you know it wasn't just a talent thing and that you just didn't just get it overnight. No. You made yourself, and honestly, the way that you describe it and how you came up, it gives guys you know like me or or anybody else that's still fishing locally and you know really love fishing and love competing. It makes us feel like we got a shot, you know what I mean? Like that you can you can achieve these goals through hard work, through time on the water. If it's something you truly want to do, um, it's just it's just really awesome to uh, to hear that. You um, can do it, Riz. <laughs> Thank you. Can do it, man. Yeah. Do it, Riz. <laughs> yeah, it um, one of the one of the overwhelming comments, though, Brian, is coming through uh, regarding your motocross track. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not Tell mine. It. That's his. That's his. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, just about this time last year, this dude could not ride a bicycle. Last time, this time last year, could not. Couldn't ride it from me to Pete right there. Wow. Could not do it. And right before I cast, the night we were packing, literally at ten o'clock at night, I was like, dude, let's go try this again. Put him on the bicycle, and he goes, I don't know, sixty feet down the road. And so, you know, we had to kind of just drop it. You know, it's this milestone. Yay, bro, you're riding this bicycle. Yo, go you. And then we have to leave for a week to go to ICAST. And so we came back that week after ICAST, put him on the bike. He starts riding that. The next day, uh, my parents actually bought him a little electric dirt bike. Um, and so I put him on that. And, he, like, he really started doing awesome really well grandparents. with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. In, in the meantime, the parents they get their little. Uh, their, we have a our neighbors have a son the same age as him, and uh, they have a, a gas a real dirt bike. And I grew up doing that. I never got to race, never got to be competitive. I'm the same dad that you see in high school fishing. You know, the dad maybe grew up brim fishing, doesn't really know what to do, trying to figure yeah. out the way. I'm that guy from motocross. I grew up around motorcycles on the pegs over dirt bike. I really don't know what I'm doing though. So. Um, 
So yeah, we turn our backyard into a motocross. We're in a subdivision. We turn our backyard into That's a motocross awesome. track. If you fast forward like a year long, he's been he's raced several races, yeah. five or six races now. Um, doing really well. Really proud of. Him. Yeah. Um, he's doing it. He's got his own YouTube channel. He's doing Whoa, some videos. That's on awesome. YouTube yeah. With his uh, with his dirt bikes and everything. That's so awesome. So yeah, a, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, brother, you want to tell him about it? You said yeah, you I want to hear talk, about it. Tell, tell him about your dirt bikes. Um, I I have a. Pete, do you know what they are? Kawasaki? KTM? Yes. No, that's not a Kawasaki. <laughs> Pete called it a Kowalski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a tennis We're player. We're talking about dirt bikes. <laughs> no. no, so your KTM, he got uh, he started off on the PW, which is like the starter bike for just about mm-hmm. everybody. And uh, he's been racing that and just recently stepped up to a true motocross bike, a KTM little 50SX Mini. So, uh... So yeah, that's what summer and fall time is going to be yeah. is just uh, running around the tracks doing that with them. But that's yeah, awesome. we're wrecking we're wrecking our neighborhood right now. <laughs> yeah. now. How do you? Luckily, our neighbor has one too, so it yeah. kind of softens the brunt. Nice. But it can be very dusty and very loud. How do you yeah, maintain it? Do you, did you have to keep some of your landscaping equipment? I still have. So I still got my skid steer. Uh, I still <laughs> got my trucks. I haven't sold yes. anything yet. I haven't had time to sell anything yet. Uh, which is which is brings up another conversation. I literally quit in December this year. I sent out all my letters to uh, my clients. I did installs and and maintenance for. I've never had another job. That's all I've ever done. And I made a decision this the, like last fall. I was like, dude, I I, I can't juggle this anymore. Yeah. So uh, I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just going all in. We're just we got to. I got to that point where you got to do you got to do one of those. Yeah. So I decided to go full-time fishing, and uh, I still got all my stuff, but I won't be able to sell all of it, obviously, because I need my skid steer and stuff to, to work on. And, you on know, that. you can always fall back on that, too, man. I'm not saying that fishing ain't going to work out. I'm never saying. falling back on it. No, you don't have to, but, you know, if you need to I'm just going to fall. Just falling, dude. Or like, I can, I can be on the lake fishing. And I can hear a, steer, a skid steer crank up, and it literally, like, I'm just like, no, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go, oh, dude, Cold this is terrible. It's like, God, I, can't I can see somebody can't pulling a trailer down, a landscape trailer down the road, and it's like, dude, I don't, I'm like, God, please don't ever make me do that again. And I'll do anything. I'm, I'm with you. That's where I am right now with my life. Sun yeah. up sun down on the lake. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm moving to. You're right. You're right. Brian no. never wants to touch another hammer on the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 in the, like, King Arthur. If you mention the word grout around him, yeah. he starts or tile, having, yeah. yeah, yeah, tile. He starts getting look at look at him. Yeah. He's sweating right now. Oh, He's man. getting nervous. Yeah, I, I His eyebrow your, hair is sweating. I, I hope none of your future customers are li- listening right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hope they are. They I still call they me. They still call me. People still call. Me. They're like, you're not really going to make money at that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about that haunted bands though? Yeah, <laughs> bring it, son. Yeah. You made a few bucks. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta tell you, I think it's awesome. You know what you're doing uh, for your son. Um, Did you know? Did you see it? You know, in his eye, that that was his thing. Because I've watched some of the stuff on social. I, dude, you can you can tell. Yeah. You know, I've I've got four, and all of them have their own thing. You know, like in your mind, you know, you you say, God, I would love it if they did this. Yeah. But they all find their own thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird. I I, you know, um, of course, I would love for him. To fish and everything. Yeah. And then at the same time, um, I don't want him to have, I know how it was when I was, you know, my dad started a landscaping company and then I, I started doing that too on my own. 
I wanted him to have something that was his. Yeah. I didn't want him to have to come under my shadow. Right. And, you know, especially with high school fishing and yeah. all. Now I didn't want him to have to deal with the, oh, because your dad did this and then this. Yeah. Or, you know, all of that. So I was really glad that when he took a liking to motocross because yeah. that's his. I have no history there. Right. He gets all the credit for it. Yeah. Um. You know what he decides to do with it. You know, there's there's kids that are hardcore in the motorcycles. So you know. He's going to have to put in the work. Like, yeah. it just come as far mm-hmm. as competition yeah. aspect to it. Um, but it's just like fishing. There's so much that parallels with the fishing industry right. and motocross. Only difference is that motocross, you cannot make any money at all. You know, at least at the local level, you yeah. get paid. Uh, it's but, a smaller percentage yeah. that that can make a full-time living doing yeah, that, for sure. Very small. Yeah. Roads longer. There's more people into it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's got his work into it, but, you know, I'm thinking bigger picture here. Who knows? How do I know he won't own a motorcycle shop one day? Yeah. How do I know he won't mm-hmm. be a video- videographer one day? Yeah. YouTube, Marketing, baby. promotions. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's it's, so many It's so much angles. bigger than just riding. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that passion that he has for motorcycles and motocross goes, you know, I don't care what he does with that energy. Right. I just want him to get better at something every yeah. day. I don't, I don't care what that is. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And I, I think that's, uh, you know, we do have, we, we have a lot of parents watching right now. And, and to foster that in, in a kid, no matter what it is, if it's wrestling, if it's motocross, yeah. if it's academics, if it's music, that's a, that's a special thing, man. Yeah. I've learned a lot about parenting. I've learned a lot about fishing with this. We've talked about that recently. Um, when you get to watch, you know, we talk about confidence in fishing. If you want to see confidence, watch those kids on dirt bikes jumping heels the size of this house. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. It is. You learn a lot about confidence. And you hear, dude, you hear all that stuff all the time. Yeah. Right? People are always say, oh, you got to have confidence in fish. Oh, yeah. But you can't grasp what that means until you don't have confidence and then you get it. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean, and I see it, I see it in him. Um, when he doesn't have confidence, I see it when he does have confidence. In like the last six months to a year, yeah, uh, really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff about myself and parenting. And just, I, I go on, on and on about that. Yeah, for sure. It's it, it's tremendous. Are you are you making those big jumps? Starting to. Yeah. Are you? You are. Starting to. How far are you jumping? Really far. <laughs> More than you got a double. All. You hit your tell me you hit your double in the backyard the other night. Double. Yeah, double's like two humps. You know, you got one hump. You got to uh-huh. go far enough. You got to commit so mm-hmm. you don't hit it in the middle. You know, and and basically go over the bars and he hit his double in the backyard. Well, you're, you're the one thing I do know is you're riding way better than Fletcher and Hunter. Trying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. The one thing I know. Right. Right. Because <laughs> them guys are washed up. <laughs> 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 you know they're watching right now. They're, they're totally mad. That's yeah. awesome. How's mom holding up with the uh, motocross? Is that a little spooky? Pretty good so far. It you say? was in the beginning. I kept kind of thinking like, oh, dirt bikes. That's nice. Yeah. Um, but now you, I think just having boys and having a reckless husband. <laughs> <laughs> You I'm probably the it. liability there because I actually like to ride. Too. Yeah, it's it, that 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 scares me more than yeah. anything because I'm thinking babe, you need your wrist and your yeah, I didn't ride much during arm. the season, not during the season, <laughs> and all that good stuff. But no, you just after a while you get used to it, get over it, just right. let them be boys. Well, it is scary. I I can't say I do. I do worry about that, but I just kick it to the side. You know? He looks like he's playing football too. 
No, no football. No normal sports in our family. Well, he did say he wanted to. <laughs> he said he wanted to. I never did any of the normal sports. Yeah. So. Well, you played tennis. I played tennis. That's not normal when you from <laughs> oh, South Carolina. He's yeah. a tennis player. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a very serious tennis player. Yeah. Very, very serious. I played juniors all the way to 18th, and you know, in high school days. Right. So yeah. That was, Pete's, uh, Pete's a very serious tennis tennis watcher. Yeah. I am a very serious tennis yeah. watcher. You now. feel like yeah. playing tennis helps with your casting? And not that's at a serious all. Question. Not <laughs> at all. No. No. Okay. Nothing for me. Not at all. Pete. Like being able to make a left-handed roll cast, you know. Like it, tennis is the most destructive sport I think I've ever played on my body. I don't know if you feel that same way. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't play that long. You know, I only played yeah. for a few years in high school, and uh, yeah. but yeah, I don't know that it helped my casting or, or not. But uh, no. you know, it was great sport. I mean, yeah. it, it's like it's some, a lot of the sports I played are like fishing. Yeah. They're individuals. Like you're playing yeah. on a tennis team in high school, but right. man, you're. You're, you're you're the number one guy mm-hmm. on the tennis team. You're playing the other number one guy. Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's all out yeah, there, yeah. man. There's no help. There's right. there's no coaches. There's no nothing. You know, you just yeah. you got to get it done. And it's and fishing is the exact same thing. You only have yourself to rely on. Right. Exactly. Your experience. Your your thought process. I did like that about it. You know, you didn't have to. When you play football, for the most part, you got to have your team to practice with. Mm-hmm. But you know, with tennis, it was you know how long. Yeah. You know, right. How, how hard are you willing to, to to go out there? So that was that was the attractive part to it for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, there's times I do miss it. We have a tennis court in the backyard. Our neighbor behind us has a tennis court. Mm-hmm. That was actually um, our state. You know, our state challenger. You know, how you get to the regionals is in my hometown, and that was one of the courts that I played on when we had our when our, our you know our regional there. So. Every once in a while, I'll see it back down. Like, man, I should pick it back up. And then I remember how bad my elbow is. And, <laughs> and we don't need that. Yeah. Need that. Yeah, your knee, at this, you know, the older you get, yeah. your knees just, just can't take that pounding. I, dude, I swear it's like the roughest sport on your body. Yeah. Like, shoulders, knees, elbows. Yep. It's, it's very hard on it. Like, you can pretty much count on doing a replacement if you play it. 30s and 40s. And you, I can't believe what the guys are doing, like Nadal. Yeah, isn't that he's, amazing? He's got the hardest game in the world. He plays. Yeah. He plays like a a nut, a muscle head. When I was and in his school, body, it, it persists. I don't know how he's doing it. Yeah, mm. when I was in school, when you were late 20s, you were done. Mm-hmm. I remember when Pete Sampras was like 28, and you were yeah. like, dude, he's done. Like, yeah. how is he still playing? And like right. Nadal's 35, 36. It's, it's, I think 34, 35. 30. Yeah. And Incredible. and Federer's older than him. Serena, dude, Serena's yeah. she's the same age as I am. Yeah. Women, they were done in their mid. 20s right when i was playing and now she you know she's playing in her 30s yeah it's incredible it's, it's better drugs i think i was probably <laughs> rackets I, I do think it's got a lot to do with rackets yeah um there's just um i think people are more knowledgeable of of working out not burning themselves out as mm-hmm. much uh i think that's something that preserves serena's career she's you know she's dabbled in other things and i think it's kind of preserved her career still it, still fresh to her yeah, it's, it's it's amazing to watch them, and there's still all of those people that we talked about are still winning yeah. the majors. Yeah, winning, not mm-hmm. just in the game. Yeah, that's that's, that's, the big that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. They're, I mean, they're out here being Rick Klon. Rick Klon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Rick Klon. Which yeah. which that there there you go. There's the tie-in. What he won at 69, and then he mm-hmm. won again at 71. Yeah. Won this year. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, Incredible. unbelievable. It, it's yeah. amazing because I, I I had a uh, question come through the forum on Bash U guys. 55 and uh he's finally got time and resources and he he's put off his fishing career as dream and he wants the question was is it is, is it too is, late is it too late no 
Is it too late? And that, and that's my answer to him, Riz. No. I mean, no. I, I say no. I, I, we watched, uh, Denny Brower win through his fifties. Oh yeah. You know, I'm about to win through my fifties. <laughs> yep. Oh, um, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> we, we, we watched. You talk about the Thursday nighter? Come on this week. <laughs> you gotta show up to win. Pete. I know. Damn, I gotta show up. There's only 12 <laughs> votes. You got a good shot. One out of 12. Can I phone it in? Uh, <laughs> Call yeah. a friend? <laughs> but a lot of guys have won in their 50s, so my, my advice yeah, to them. It seems like the 40s is like the, the magical age mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I think you're, you're still young enough to be a little bit edgy, but yeah. old enough to be, you know, you're smart. It seems you like got, that's the prime. Yeah, you've got the, yeah. you've got that experience yeah. that can dig you out of holes right. and recognize when you're around winning fish and right. when you're not. And, you know, that, you don't have that when you're young. No. You know, no. but you got a lot of other things when you're young. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, late 30s, 40s is is is, is a good prime time for fishing, but guys are getting it done in their 50s for sure. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Now, uh, Brian, I do want to jump back. Riz mentioned it, but a lot of our viewers are just regular dudes, right. and I. So am I. I, I yeah, I mean, yeah. I always, everybody that sits on that couch, I do want to ask a little bit of their backstory. Yeah, yeah. What what gave you the love for it? You know, I've got the notes. Brian's right. great at notes. I know you started fishing just like a lot of us. I don't Red even Man's. remember starting. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a memory of the first fish or start. I, don't, I just, my pops was a tournament fisherman. So I, Your I, dad I, was. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I just grew up around it. Yeah. Um, but took it on really early, like really, like probably younger than him. I yeah. remember being so, like, tied into it at a very early age to the point, you know, where your kid, I would, would do projects. I'm drawing boats. I'm drawing fish. I caught an eight pounder when I was nine years old. Brought that for show and tell, like all that kind of stuff. You know, all brought that. the eight pounders. Yes, yes. yes. The mount, like we mounted it. You know, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch my YouTube, on, that, that's the first clip on my the, when I did my winning moment, moment from Seminole. Uh, it was that fish that I'm holding in like the first two minutes of the video. Yeah. That one right there. That's awesome. Um, I thought I was visioning you having it in a cooler, bringing it in. Yeah. For, no, it was, <laughs> I caught it in a tournament. <laughs> I actually caught it in a tournament. Wow. Yes. It was in a tournament. What? Yeah. Never caught a bigger one until I was in my late 20s uh, before wow. I caught a, uh, you know, did my personal mm-hmm. base when I was nine or 10 years old. Um, so yeah, I grew up around it. I tournament fish behind my pops in, in the club. $25 tournaments, $40 yeah. tournaments. You know, just fast forward until, you know, teen years, I got my first boat as soon as I graduated from school, which that seems like really old nowadays, right? Yeah. These kids have them like when they're 14. But I was 19. Yeah, I bought my dad's. My dad decided to buy a new boat. I bought his. Make sure you understand this. I had to buy his boat, his old boat, and ran it like two months, blew it up. So I had like a year in there where I was scrambling, trying to get money to... to to fix the power hit on, on his older boat. Yeah. Didn't really get to fish that much. And then, uh, am I lying? Brooks, is that what it is? <laughs> so, uh, so um, I'm going to, at this point, you know, I'm going to, uh, I didn't go to college. I went to, to four-year college. I went to two-year tech because I always knew I wanted to fish. I couldn't imagine being separated from my boat and home, and uh, that didn't make sense to me. So I went two-year tech, stayed at home, fished, and worked while I went to school. And um, I ended up jumping into the BFLs like two th- like two years after I graduated from from high school, and um, the same thing everybody else does. Fish BFLs until 2007. I won one one time, and um, that financed me to be able to fish the EverStart series. Started fishing the EverStart series. I didn't really do well there. 
upstate of South Carolina, all of our lakes are polar opposite of everything you'll ever do in the rest of the world. Like <laughs> nothing else in the entire world is like the Savannah River chain. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that you know that didn't really help when I started moving fishing away from home. There was a huge learning curve there. Um, matter of fact, one of the first fisheries I ever fished away from home was Lake Lake Seminole. That I never fished braid until I was like you know in my twenties. Never caught a smallmouth <laughs> until I was in my thirties. Um, so even though I'd been around fishing, get out and exploring right. everything that fishing had to offer. I was, you know I was just now still experiencing a lot of that. Um, but you know that's that's all my path for is fishing is concerned. But you know a lot of people always ask you know how'd you afford it and all that. And dude, I just did whatever I had to do. Um, I, she can tell you, I didn't, we never went on vacations until like recently. I never wasted a whole bunch of money on, I never got to do a lot of that stuff that most normal people do. It's, I was always, my vacations were fishing. Yeah. Um, but I, I ran a landscaping company. I, I fished so much that, a very long story short, I fished so much that my pops had to end up firing me. So I ended up having a cold turkey start at my own company. And um, ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. That allowed me the flexibility to have my own crew, my own staff, my own equipment, go and come as you please. And I got to make more money so I could actually afford to do what I needed to do. So um, <clears throat> I've done everything from stonework to mowing grass, lawn chem work, masonry work, just whatever. I didn't, just whatever. What do you need me to do? It's <laughs> yeah, it's whatever I had to do. I I did it. I've changed light fixtures, outdoor light fixtures, outdoor lighting, irrigation. I just tried to figure out anything I could do to yeah. to make some money. Yeah. To, so I could fish. Uh, one of you, you know, you talk about your pops and and uh and I I read or, or, or saw this somewhere that you know he said Brian, you know, yeah, keep fishing, do but do it for fun. You know, well, and and that that had to be a really difficult conversation. Oh boy, that, that was a very pretty picture. What did you paint? That was very ugly. That's painting it very pretty. But he's our he's our resident nice guy. Yeah, that's very he, he nice. He turns to say. everything. Yeah, nice. It was not that pretty. No, not that pretty. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's a real deep conversation. I don't know how deep we want to really get in into into all of that. Um, you got you got to remember, uh, you know, obviously, the elephant in the room. My dad's old school. He's in his mid sixties. Grew up in the South at a time, you know, where you know black people couldn't own businesses, couldn't buy houses, we couldn't do stuff like that. And my dad's one of that that first era of 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 guys that kind of broke through that threshold to own houses, own businesses, own things. And so, in his mind, when he was doing all of that, he's preparing a way for his family and his kids to have a better life. And then I turn a teenager, and instead of doing the right, doing the Susie Orman deal, let's save money and run a business <laughs> yeah. and turn a, you know, a, a $1 million company into a $10 million company. I say, Dad, I want to fish for a living. You remember how <laughs> I want to, like, you know, sleep in my truck and all. So, and I'm painting this real pretty. You can see she's like smiling. <laughs> so there's a lot of, lot of like, no, nah, yeah. dude, don't, don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't. That's stupid. You're never gonna make any money doing that. That you're not, you can't do that. Um, so I had to deal all, deal with all of that. Um, you know, and I don't want to paint, 
painted like my dad's a villain, it actually ended up being the best thing that I ever, best scenario that could ever happen. Because it yeah. made, you so, made me so strong and thick skin and like I don't really care what people think anymore. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of, lot of give and take, a lot of, lot of, lot of pushback from, from home about trying to do this fishing thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think at some point he just kind of figured out, like, I think he's going to probably do it. And, you know, especially in my little small area, you know, there's a lot of kids that are doing it too, but they're, you know, their parents maybe bought them a boat or paid their entry fees. And they never, he never gave me a dime. He wouldn't even sign for me to get financing on my first boat. My mom had to do wow. it on my first boat. Um, so, you know, I had to I had to press through all of that. And at some point, I was saying all that to say this. You know, at some point, I was complaining about you know some of my other buddies are starting to really kind of the careers are start starting to take off. And I was still fishing BFLs, and we started at the same time. And so I was like, man, dude, if I, you know, if I had help, if I had somebody to do that, I could do the same thing too. Totally false. And he made, he said one statement to me that literally changed my life. He told me that if you wanted to, if you wanted to fish, he told me two things. If you wanted to fish, you need to figure it out. Other thing he told me was, you've been free longer than I have. And it literally changed my life. I thought to myself, if my dad can grow up through segregation and own a business, and you got nothing holding you back, and you can't turn professional fishing into a career if you want it to then you suck and it changed my life it really motivate, did motivate a lot of motivation oh dude it changed yeah. my life it like really opened my eyes like duh you dummy yeah like you got a head start on everybody you know how to run business you know how to do stuff you know how to make money yeah. everybody says they can do it if you have money well you know how to make money yeah so just make the money and do it yeah and so it just changed my mode of thinking and it really it really kind of like just from then on I can see myself doing. Wow, it. cool story! It, it's an amazing story, and 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 you know your dad was probably harsh with you, but oh yeah, you know you got to think that he was His love. He though. was love. It was, yeah. he was love. He was being harsh yeah. because he felt that this was yeah. this was the way that you should go, and he and he I, believed that. I was talking a little bit about with him in motocross, and I you probably can relate to this. Anybody with kids can relate to this. I can see myself being emotionally attached to his success. So like. When he's at the start gate, and he's like, you know, last couple bites, you want to be like, no, dude, we're better than that. Pops never was like that. And that was the best thing for me. He, he was never emotionally attached to, like, when I finished 112th. He was like, I'm still going to make money. Like, and at the time, I was like, dude, how can you, like, not yeah. care for me like yeah. that? But it was the best thing. Like, I see how hard it is to not be emotionally attached to your kid's yeah, success yeah and he was never 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 like his happiness was never attached to me doing good in a tournament like yeah. he's good regardless yeah whether you suck or not um so that's hard i see that now because when i see him race and i'm like i want him to win yeah. So like if he doesn't win it's like oh dude you're like what did i do wrong and oh, <laughs> yeah you know, I, that's that's hard to do it's and now, hard. now that that's I see hard that, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. now that i see that i was like man that like he was really ahead of the game on that and it really really put me ahead of a lot of people yeah because um, i think if i had normal upbrainings no way i would have been yeah uh, he, where i am yeah now. he taught you a lot he did yeah yeah dude par- yeah. Uh, the funny thing is as you get older you realize parents are really 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 smart oh yeah you just don't yeah. you just don't yeah. know it at the yeah. time but they're yeah. really really smart man yeah, yeah. 
They're really smart. Uh, let me, uh, uh, Ryan Carpenter, uh, let, let's take a break. We've been rolling for a while. Let's take a little break. Um, I want everybody to, to hang in there. We're just in the first segment, Pete. We've got two more segments to go. Uh, it, it's, uh, I want you to hang in there. If you've got questions, comments, keep them up. Riz, we're going to catch up on the IMs when we get back. I uh, want to remind everybody, um, we have the one and only Brian Latimer in the studio <laughs> with us tonight with his wonderful family. So excited to have him in here tonight. Hang in there, man, because we got a lot more to talk about. Brian, I'm going to just corner you right now. We're going to be talking uh, excitement. We're going to be talking social media. We're going to be talking catch co. And and I we might even do a little game with you cool. a little later in the second or third cool. segment. You gonna hang around with us for a little bit? Yeah, I got. No, where else am I gonna go? Okay. <laughs> yeah. gonna go? All right, we're hanging. Yeah. All right, hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. Hi. Today we're going chest to chest in the Doctor Squatch lather test. On that half of Mike's impressive chest, we're rubbing them down with three name-brand bars. The result? A sad, milky film of disappointment. How's that feel, Mike? You see, Big Soap cuts corners and strips out all the sudsy goodness in order to make production cheaper. But not Dr. Squatch. Don't worry, Mike. Dr. Squatch soap retains all the natural ingredients, which creates a rich, foamy lather, leaving your skin healthy, soft, and clean. Ooh, looks like Squatch is taking over this peck party. How do you feel now, Mike? Dr. Squatch Natural Soap. When we say it lathers, it f***ing lathers. You deserve glorious lather. Take the lather challenge for yourself today. Four and a half inch drop shot worm. Bam a bug. Finesse jig, PB&J. Give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait and a stickbait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016. Featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm, I'm straight addicted. Might be bigger. You think so?
a little liquid mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. 